Dr. Nayan Kelnad is CEO of Avgen, a healthcare business that provides better outcomes for individuals with long-term conditions. Based at Rivertech in Rickmansworth, Nayan and his team continuously help patients to live longer, healthier and happier lives. They do this through their platform called Health Machine, which is an app that puts patients in control of their own health, where they can track their steps, medicines, water intake and much, much more. I'm honoured to be joined by him now. Welcome, Dr. Kelnad. Thank you, Don. It's nice to be here. Uh, it's a pleasure to see you. Uh, and uh, we'd love to learn more about Avgen as a business and in particular Health Machine. Tell us more. Tell us what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I'm a medical doctor by training. And uh, you know, back when I was still practicing, what I noticed was that uh, patients do much better if you're able to support them post their consultation in the clinic. Um, so I was very clear that over time, what we're going to see is an explosion of digital applications in, in healthcare. Uh, I sort of pursued that while I was doing a corporate job uh, and then realized that there is an opportunity for building a SaaS platform that can be used to deploy digital health applications. And Health Machine is the SaaS platform that we've built over the last three, four years. Uh, today, Health Machine supports patients with different long-term conditions as simple as you know having from pregnancy to very complicated conditions like like paranoia. And uh, the platform is currently being used in multiple countries, uh, UK being a big one, but it's also being used by patients in India, in uh, Germany, in Belgium, and and, and in France. Wow, okay, so it's, it's, it's got a wide reach already which is um which is fantastic and it's such a wide variety of issues and complaints that you know you're, you're focusing on here is it literally you know for anything is there anything it doesn't track or doesn't do probably easier to say that isn't it i guess <laughs> yes it's it, it's it's absolutely a good question so the the approach that we have taken is that rather than trying to build one application that can support any condition what we've tried to do is identifying identify what are the common elements between patients having different conditions. Right. And for every condition, we set up a separate or an independent digital application, which on the back end is, is supported by Health Machine. But when a patient, when a, when a pregnant mother logs, downloads her application, it only focuses on, on pregnancy. So think of it a little bit like uh, what WordPress has done to websites or what Spotify has done to e-commerce. So we're taking a similar sort of mindset to supporting patients with different long-term long-term conditions. Fantastic, uh, you know, and uh, this is uh, you know, this seems so- like something out of the future, doesn't it? I mean, you know, if we were if we were thinking back to kind of the eighties or nineties, yeah. this just seems something completely futuristic. How important do you think technology is going to be in healthcare uh, moving forward in in eliminating a lot of the kind of illnesses and diseases that? you know, we've, we've all kind of grown up with. And, uh-huh. and uh, so how important do you think it's going to be in combating that? I think it's, it's, it's going to be extremely important. And this is something that I sort of saw back, you know, back in 2005, 2006, when I got interested at the intersection of digital technology and healthcare. What's happened in the last two years, especially because of the pandemic, is that that belief is now mainstream. Uh, even two, three years back, when we would speak to potential partners about using digital technology to, say, treat patients with paranoia, we met with a lot of skepticism. Yeah. But with with the pandemic, where all of us have been 
all of us have had limited sort of ability to go to the hospital to meet meet healthcare providers face to face all of every stakeholder in this space has realized that digital is the one that can allow us to unshackle the limitations of of a of a face to face interaction so what i see in the future is that more patients will be supported through these digital programs which in turn will reduce the pressure on the healthcare system especially the nhs so the the trend is just upwards i mean an interesting uh, and you see that happening so last yeah. year on the app store 90000 health applications were launched wow and so you you see the trend it's it's just going upwards so yeah and i guess you know healthcare is you know such a personal subject as well people's yeah. choices when it comes to healthcare and mm-hmm. you know you talk about 90000 apps uh, that have just you know uh, been activated on on the app store for example how does anyone know who to trust yeah it's a again an excellent question i think the sector is becoming better at starting to separate the good from the bad yeah. so you see uh, regulators like the uk mhra which is which has put a, put a framework in place for approving digital applications and if you go outside uk germany has uh, has also done a good job so currently if you go to the german regulators website there is a list of approved applications the same in the us so what what you are seeing is that like for medicines and you know diagnostics where the regulator is approving certain drugs the same sort of mindset is being applied to digital applications oh, good. so i i see a world in like 4 to 5 years where you and i might go into a doctor's office and the doctor actually prescribes an application saying that i want you to use this digital application right. for managing your condition so and that that's where we see the benefit of a saas platform because when we do you know best in class we make sure that the, the quality is there the the data security is there so that the 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 innovator does not have to worry as much about the the 80% of the stack and they can really focus on the clinical element but everything else that's important for a high quality product is managed by the managed by the platform fascinating stuff i i like that uh and uh, you know that vision in terms of how saas can be best used because it just makes the whole process um so efficient and and i right. think you know taking the lead about you know approved healthcare um medicines that that you know every country really um has a has a list of i think taking that same approach for you know trusted saas saas programs is 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 a great idea and a great way of um you know getting that 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 trust because you know like you know financial services products are regulated by the fca yes. for example and it's it, i mean you can absolutely you know take that analogy you you can't start a money app without getting regulated by the fca so the same with a healthcare app um i guess what would you say is the main usp of of health machine and why should people download your app over the other 90000 i think our unique uniqueness is that we are specific to a condition like a lot of the apps that you see out there they'll tell you you know we can do everything for you right mm. it doesn't matter which condition you are in so we we build best in class for the condition that the patient has that's one the second thing is that we are not in the business of keeping the patient with us forever our uh, most of our programs there is it's a time bound program so it will be a 12 week program 
or a 14-week program where the patient will track certain parameters. They learn about their disease. They will interact with with their with their physicians, and then after 12 weeks, they can they essentially stop. So it's a right. it's a time-bound thing because of which the impact is higher, and are you know we, we are not we are not trying to monetize retention of patients or patients data so we are very focused on helping the patient live better with their condition in some cases hopefully we can cure but i don't think software has reached that stage yet what we are able to do is support the patient better live with the condition that they have yeah i look forward to that day when software can cure <laughs> that's going to be quite it's, good i don't i don't think it's too far off we, <laughs> really we, we do yeah we're looking at certain indications where uh where soft, like for example, using music to treat epilepsy. So there are these, it's maybe out there, but right. I, I do think that in our lifetime, maybe we'll see one or two apps there which can actually treat or cure a condition. Fantastic. So. Oh, that's brilliant. I, I, I do hope to to see that for sure. Um, so you're a busy CEO, lots going on. Mm-hmm. Can you describe a day, a, you know, a typical day in your life, if there is a typical day? So I think th- there are typical phases. We went through a, a big growth spurt this year. So I would say at the beginning of the year, my typical day was really, you know, being in the weeds, running, sometimes even potentially running the scrum, uh, you know, hiring people. So it was pretty much everything. Sure. But in the last six months, given that we've added on more people, my day-to-day now is more focused on, you know, what 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 do we do in 2022? How do we grow from here? hiring a, a leadership team, helping the second line run the day-to-day operations of the company. So it's become, I would say, less flying by the seat of the pants. It's, <laughs> it's become more focused on where, what is the next next thing that we need to do to, to, to grow. Right? Sure. So, yeah. yeah, you've actually got more thinking time now, I guess, and exactly. strategize yeah. and stuff. And uh... Yeah, to be more deliberate, I think. I think in the early days, you know, you're trying to figure... You, you track your learning as you're doing, you're figuring out things as you're going. But I think we have reached that stage where we need to be a bit more deliberate about where as a company we want to focus on and what we should be putting our energy towards. So, As a fellow CEO now, and I get you completely there. I know exactly what you're saying. So, and, uh, and yeah, you, you need to take that, 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 you know, you need to, there comes a point when you have to be more deliberate in what you yeah. do. And, and, uh, and, and obviously I'm glad that's, that's happening for you right now. So what is the dream where do, you know, I've, I've, I've heard some of the vision where you want to get to, you know, what, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately if you could, you know, uh, look towards retirement, you look back on your career, what's the one thing that you just want to have achieved? So for me, I mean, I've always been very passionate about how digital technology can be used to improve patient outcomes. Today, we are supporting patients in 10 indications. So my goal in the next four or five years is that that actually expands to around 200 different disease areas that we are able to support and potentially work with around 100 partners and be a more global company. Today, I would say our footprint is primarily Europe and India. Sure. Uh, I, at some stage, you know, I, I want us to be a global global entity. And most importantly, a business that does not require me or my co-founder. So Yeah. Sure. Um, and you're based right now, you're headquartered at Wimbledon Rivertech in Rickmansworth. Uh, how long have you been a member of the Wimbledon group? And what? why did you join them? And what's made you stay, I guess? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been there for three years. The, the primary reason I think we moved was previous to that, we, we were in one of the more corporate offices, right, yeah. which is just down the road. Uh, what, what we 
liked about RiverTech was the sense of community. Um, it, 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 all of us are entrepreneurs, you know, trying to start businesses or, or grow businesses, and there there was more a sense of camaraderie. I think in in the in the in the space that was one. Uh, the second thing was also, you know, given we are a healthcare company, social social impact is very important to us because you know it's it's not just about the financial returns it's also about you know how how do we positively impact society and what i really liked about what wimbledon is doing is that you know they're they're putting to use good estate from the council and some of this money actually goes back goes back to the goes back to uh, the local community and i think those are the two sort of primary reasons why we moved the reason i think we have stayed is one uh, we have a few other businesses who who are now we are our their customers, so that helps. Right. Uh, but 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 also, I think it's it's that feeling of you know a, a community, like you know, like 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 I can knock on somebody's door and say, hey, look, this is the problem that we're facing. Is this something that you can you can you can you can support us with? And uh, we're probably at a stage where we should move, but it's it's going to be hard for us to. More sure. away from more away from that sense of community and camaraderie that, that yeah. you see. So. The people really make it, don't they? And absolutely. You know, and we're based here in uh, Wimbledon in in Caterham, and I mm-hmm. absolutely share with you, you know your your uh, your sentiment there because you know ever since being here, you know there's a team of entrepreneurs in other offices and in the in the shared working space, and they don't feel like other businesses. You know, they feel like right. colleagues. You know, extended colleagues. Yeah. But but I suppose without the corporate politics, <laughs> really. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but you you've always got somebody there. You know that if you've been locked away in your office for uh, for lots yeah. of hours on a conference call, somebody will always poke their head around and bring you a cup of coffee or something like that. And and it and it yeah. is nice because especially when you're starting, you and your, you own a business and you're starting to build that business, you can it can be quite a lonely place, you know, um, yeah. whether you have employees or not. But it's quite nice to have Absolutely. that extended family. There's a sense of warmth, I think, that sure. which which you the, the, there's less sterility in the office. It actually feels like a bunch of people. Who are, who are working together which you know you if you compare river tech with some of the other options out there i, I always feel they're more quote unquote a bit more commercial yes there's a sense of you know a village uh, a nice sort of humanity to to agree to, to, to wimbledon yeah agreed well nyan it's been a pleasure to talk to you how can people uh-huh. find you and how can people find your app um what should people do if they want to find out more information sure so I'm on LinkedIn. That's that's the only social network that I'm active on. And in terms of the platform, they can go to www.avgenhealth.com, and then that will take them to the right uh, right link on the on the app store. Dr. Nayan Kelnad, CEO of Avgen, thank you so much for coming on the Wimbledon Microcast today. Thank you, Dan, for organising this. It was a pleasure talking to you.